0: Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday evening, maybe it's Tuesday morning, Tuesday afternoon, wherever you are, but you're listening to Sunday Morning Live, that is SML Inside the Pages, with me, Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street, in the city of Pomona, that is Pomona, California. Today is August 17th, 2021. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And Thursday's Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the Word of God. That's from Genesis to Revelation. Therefore, we are faithful, we are bold, we are the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the Word of God. If you haven't heard... I want you to know that on Sundays, we're inside the pages. We're in the book of Revelation. Learning, experiencing, finding grace and mercy. We're gonna go and we're, you know, we're in the book of Ezekiel tonight. We're coming to the end. uh, We're in the 47th chapter, and I'm telling you, he has given us so much enlightenment. God has really revealed some things to our hearts and, and has blessed our souls. And so we'll be right back after uh, this song. Oh, oh, you've done for me. That's the way I feel about him. You know, I woke up about um, maybe one something this morning with that song in my heart, and just thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. So I got up out of bed and I turned the computer on and sat down and. and to, to just think about his goodness and to start preparing for the, the, the following day. And, you know, and just thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. I haven't understood everything. I don't know everything. Some things I caused upon myself. But thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for me. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the goodness of God, none of us would be where we are at this moment if it wasn't for his grace and mercy that has walked alongside of us. And, and so uh, we're here tonight to give God honor and praise, to magnify him in the beauty of holiness. Certainly we thank and praise God for each of you that are listening, those that will be listening later. Uh, we, let's go before the Lord in the word of prayer. Matter of fact, let's go with, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Father, we thank you for your goodness and grace. We thank you for your mercy, your kindness, your benevolence. You've given us new benefits this day, whether we understood them, saw them, sought them out or not, Lord God, they were made available to us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for as we have gone through or maybe we're starting our day in some places, Lord, but uh, thank you. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to, for where we are our day is starting, it's coming to an end right now, thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for another opportunity to seek you, to give you praise, to to honor you, to hallow your name, Lord God, and to live a life that is sacrificial unto you. Present ourselves as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable. Thank you. Thank you for making us aware of that. Thank you for an opportunity, Lord. Lord God, I pray and ask that you bless those that are sick in their body. Thank you for, Lord God, for you're, you are a healer and you're a savior. Whether we are healed or not, you're a savior still, Lord God, and we thank you, Lord, because we know in your presence there is no sickness. We know in your presence there is no death. There is no sorrow. Lord God, thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we look forward unto you as the author and finisher of our faith, with hearts of thanksgiving. Lord God, just uh, again, just to say thank you, Lord God. We're here to make noise, to make a joyful noise unto you, Lord God. And we just want you to lead us and guide us in the path to righteousness. For your name, sake, in Jesus' name, amen. Uh, again, just thank God for his goodness. You know, I, I, I love that. I like that song so much. as John P. Key, and he has a lot of brass, you know, playing in the background. You don't hear uh, brass instruments being played by individuals no more, or at least not often, you know, but that is a, a skill set uh, of its own uh, you know, and the drums and everything and I, I just had to go over and, and tap on the drums a little bit I, mean, I can play the bass guitar but I and, and I really don't call myself as a bass guitar player uh, but just wanted to tap on the drums just to try to keep the beat with that song because it is a praise song and praise is something that we do and so everyone can praise him but there's only a few that will worship him and so in the book of ezekiel the 47th chapter and start reading at the first verse if you have your bible or bible gateway you know if you have whatever you're reading off of let's go into the word of god the bible says hereafter he bought me again unto the door of the house and behold Waters issue out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the front forefront of the house stood toward the west east, and the waters came down from under, uh, from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Then brought he me out of the way of the gate northward, and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looked eastward, and behold there ran out water on the right side and when the man that had the the line in his hand and i want you to keep that thought in your mind the man had a a measuring line he had a line in his hand that went for eastward he measured a thousand cubits. And he brought me through the waters. The waters were to the ankles. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were to the knees. So he stepped out in the water. The water is now at his ankles at his knees. Again he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters were to my loins. Afterward he measured a thousand, and it was that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on the other side and on the other. Then said he unto me, The waters issue out forward the east country, and go down to, into the desert, and go into the sea, which uh, being brought forth into the sea, the water shall be healed. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the water shall come, shall live. And there shall be a very great multitude of fish, uh, because of these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed and everything shall live whether the river cometh. And it shall come to pass that the fishers shall stand upon it from Ingadi unto the Ingolim. They shall be a place to spread forth nets. Their fish shall be according to their kind, as the fish of the great sea exceeding many. But the miry places thereof and the mesh marshes thereof shall be, shall not be healed. They shall be given to salt. And by the river upon the bank there uh, on the side and on the side shall grow all the trees for meat, whose leaves shall not fade, neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. It shall bring forth new fruit unto, according to his months because the waters they issue out of the sanctuary and the fruit thereof shall be for meat and the leaves thereof for medicine. A thought this evening uh, for this Bible class is the river of life, river of life. Now, this is not a, a narrative or something from the Indiana Jones movie or uh, Laura Croft, Tomb Raiders, but this is real life. This is not a fantasy, uh, but this is something that is real, that uh, exists and will exist, and uh, some of us are going to experience it. The Bible said afterwards, he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold waters issue out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the front forefront of the house stood toward the east. And the waters came down from under from the right side of the house at the south side of the altar. Now this is something that Ezekiel had not seen before. As new, as we read the scriptures. Uh, we are able to see and identify that this is something that has not been presented uh, before, uh, at least not in the book of Ezekiel. And so uh, we see that water is coming from the temple. Significantly, the water is coming from not not the, the king's palace. It's not coming from the government buildings, you know, uh, uh, in our day and time, you might get some government cheese. <clears throat> you might get some a little bit of something some from the king's palace. You know, you might find something on sale in the marketplace or a place of business or you know that. But it, but it came. The water was coming from God's house. Now Jerusalem, uh, geographically located, um, you've never seen or heard mention of Jerusalem setting by. A body of water. We read about other locations, geographic, you know, in our in the scripture text that were located in, uh, by the water, a major water source. But we don't see Jerusalem located uh, in such a place. However, there were streams and springs, uh, but never a mighty river flowing from the city. This in itself is a miracle. This in itself brought life, it brought growth, and it was refreshing. The Bible tells us in Psalms 46, it said, There is a river that streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. And that's what we're talking about, the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and right early. So there is a river and streams whereof that make glad. As we read uh, just in the verses, uh, that we saw how glad is going to make things, and we're going to see that even again. Jerusalem is, uh, is the only great city uh, that uh, did not have a dependable water supply. But now it has one that is essential for life uh, and so the kingdom itself uh, the kingdom of god is being established here this is what ezekiel is seeing he is seeing the kingdom of god he's seeing something that many uh uh have talked about he's seeing something that we're talking about and i'm going to say go as far as to say that we're going to experience in a not so sure, uh, far distance This is the kingdom of God being established. And so the Bible tells us in Joel 3 and 18, it says, it shall come to pass in that day that the mountains shall uh, drop down new wine and the hills shall flow with milk and all the rivers of Judah shall flow with water and a fountain shall come forth out of the house of the Lord and shall water the valley of Shittim. Therefore, he brought me out of the way, the second verse, out of the way to the gate northward, and led me about the way without unto the other gate by the way that looked eastward. And behold, there ran out water on the side. And when the man that had the line in his hand went forth uh, eastward, he measured. Now, I remember I said to remember there, was, there is a man that is measuring. And so he measured about a thousand cubits. And this is not the first time that this man has been uh, spoken about uh, that had a wiki, that had a rod, that had a line, that did measure. And he brought me about the wa- through the waters and the waters were at the ankles. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters. The waters were at to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand. And brought me through the waters were the loins. Afterwards, he brought, he measured a thousand, and it was a river that I could not pass over, for the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. The water was not just something that Ezekiel saw, but he experienced. Sometimes we have a vision. Sometimes we have a dream. And maybe you had a dream that you was playing football, and, and you woke up, and you, 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 Realize that you had a pain in your thigh. Because in a dream you you was playing football and you got hurt. Sometimes our dreams we can experience. And this was not just an ordinary dream, or it was not just a vision. But it was something that Ezekiel was caught up in the spirit to see, just like he was caught up in the spirit to see other visions that God wanted to him to know about that would come and to pass, not in his day. But in our day and time, you need to be aware that there are things that are happening right before our eyes. There's nothing that's just happening by accident. There's nothing that's just occurring and, you know, and God is unaware of it. No, what is transpiring, uh, God has already spoken about. And this is something that God has spoken. He brought uh, he was brought through the waters and it was up to his ankles. Some of your experiences will begin a little at a time. Uh, Sometimes we want it to happen all at once, but it needs to happen a little at a time. God can't give us too much. Matter of fact, the word of God says that he won't put more on us than what we could bear. Just as you would not give a child too much information, you should not give a child, uh, well, not just a child, but too much food. Or too much of anything, because too much can be too much, but in moderation. And so a little bit at a time, he was experiencing. Ezekiel moved a little further with his guide, and the water is now at his knees. Then to his waist, and now he is in deep water. You know, the nation of Israel itself began with a few souls that went down into Egypt. And over time, those few souls multiplied and became a great nation. The Bible tells us in Genesis 12, one two, it said, now the Lord had said unto Abram, get thee out of the country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make thee a great nation, I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. From the edge of the water, unto the midst of the depth, it was great. Neither could he swim, but return to the bank uh, or be overwhelmed. It did not say the river was violent. It did not say the river was uncrossable, but it was massive. He said unto me, son of man, hast thou seen this? Then he brought me and caused me to return to the bank. You've seen what I have to show you. You've experienced it. And have you made note of it? When we have a vision or a dream from God, we need to make note of it. Matter of fact, write it down. Write it down, don't be so quick to dismiss it. Cause you, uh, that's when you have that moment of what, what deja vu, uh, I seem like I've been here before. And usually it's because you may have experienced that and now you're uh, experiencing it and you, you're trying to figure out what did this happen? It happened before already. And so then he said unto me, these waters uh, issue out toward the east country and go down to the desert and go into the water, into the sea, which being brought forth unto the sea, the water shall be healed. And so uh, the waters healed other waters. The waters were beneficial for the other waters. What God has for us uh, is beneficial for someone else. Uh, the Bible says that uh, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so what comes out of our belly should not be to cuss somebody out. What comes out of our belly should not be alive. What comes out of our belly should not be hateful hateful words telling someone that we hate them or we don't love them. Words that uh, do damage. You know, they used to say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never harm me. But that's not true. Words hurt. Uh, Saying something mean to somebody hurt. And and so uh, out of our belly should flow rivers of living water, not death. Can a tree bring forth sweet fruit and bitter fruit? Uh, that's what The Bible asked that question. And, and the answer is not so. Either you're going to bring forth one or the other. And, and so uh, let's clove our tongue. The Bible said, if you're going to have true religion, then you need to hold your tongue. You need to control your mouth, control your words, which means you're going to have to grab hold of your thoughts. Matter of fact, uh, uh, I heard the sermon say, how shall a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed unto the word of God. All of us, no matter who you are, must take heed to the word of God. Then he said unto me, these waters issued out toward the east country and go down into the desert and go to the sea, which bringeth forth into the sea. The water shall be healed. So the water needed to be healed. The water needed some care. It needed some attention. And now it's receiving it. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth. So the water that's proceeding out of the temple is providing life to everything else. And it shall come to pass that everything that liveth, which moveth, whether soever the river shall uh, shall come, shall live. So everything is going to live. Wherever the water refreshes, it's going to bring forth life. And the Bible said there shall be a very great multitude of fish. Now, I, this is not talking about your catfish now I, I it's not talking about your red snapper and I, I, I like red snapper uh, a lot matter of fact I, I've told folks that I, I believe God God gave God created red snapper and he knew when he when uh, red snapper came to pass that I was gonna like it uh, he knew that he knew that yes he did uh-huh uh, yes he knew that he understood that uh, there are some other things that he understood that I would like you know uh, and so I take it very personally because God is personal to me. And, and uh, he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And so uh, see there. So that's personal. He, he knows my heart. He knew that one day I would want some red snapper. Listen. And so there shall be a very great multitude of fish. And, and because these waters shall come thither, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live, whether the water cometh. And it shall come to pass that the fishers, so there's fish and there's fishers, shall stand upon it. And, and they, shall, they shall be a place to spread forth his nets. Their fish shall be according to their kind. Well, this gets into another area. There's going to be some fish there. There's going to be fishermen and they're going to do some fishing. And they're going to catch fish according to their kind. I'm not one of those uh, ministers that believe that when you get saved, that God takes the talent that you had before and erase it. And you might have been, uh, you might have had a good tongue on you and knew how to get your way. With, you knew the right words to say to get what you want. Well, God didn't take that from you. He told you to straighten it out. Uh, don't lie about it. Don't be a cheater, don't be a con artist. A matter of fact, you can use that same voice to tell people the truth and to be a soul winner for Christ, to be an ambassador for Christ. Uh, maybe you were influential, persuaded people to do what you wanted them to do, and God uses that. God uses our talent. Uh, to, for what, he, And so we should allow, after his Kai. And those individuals, as well as myself and others, are able to draw those uh, great fish uh, and exceeding many. Now, he goes on to say that the miry places thereof and the marshes uh, shall not be healed, but they shall be given to Saul. And I I read that and I had to stop and think foremost, Saul, why why? this area is not going to be? Uh, taken care of. Why would the salt not be washed away? The well, salt is a preservative. And so God has a way and there's some things that he want to preserve. Uh, matter of fact, he told us that we were what? The salt of the earth. Uh, you know, I, I believe somebody preached a message and said, please pass the salt. Salt is a preservative. It adds flavor. And it, 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 it by bringing flavor out and so we need to bring some flavor out and, and, and allow ourselves to season someone else's life with some, with some flavor, with some salt, uh, the salt of the word, the salt of mercy, the salt of, of, of grace, the salt of forgiveness, the salt of peace. Uh, we need to uh, bring forth some salt of happiness, some joy, some salt of kindness, some thanksgiving. Uh, we need to bring forth some salt and, and, and spread it all over the place. Uh, just so that somebody will know that they love some salt, and uh, we need to bring forth some salt and and, and you know season. Uh, bless your Lord. Thank you. And, and so he said, by the river, uh, by the river upon the bank thereof, on the side and on that that side shall grow the trees for meat. Uh, I don't anticipate having no barbecue ribs uh, when we get there. And actually, I don't anticipate having no red snapper when I arrive there. Uh, we're not going to have no fried chicken. Uh, you better enjoy it here. You're not going to miss it. I'm telling you, you're not going to miss it. You, you know, just just I, I took a lunch break today and I, I went and I, I had two pieces of chicken and it seemed like it was the best chicken in the, in the whole world. I had to laugh because I enjoyed it so much. But we won't have No fried chicken. No one's going to kill any birds there. Uh, But there's going to be trees, as it was in the Garden of Eden. And those trees are going to be used for meat. And the leaves are not going to wither and turn brown. There's not going to be a season where uh, the leaves just fall on the ground and and someone got to go out and rake it up. You're not going to find uh, anyone out there raking up no leaves neither shall the fruit thereof be consumed. So after you enjoy uh, that fruit, that fruit, the Bible called it fruit. It did not say it was a Washington apple, (coughs) excuse me, a gala, a Fuji. It didn't say it was a peach or a plum. Uh, It didn't say it was a nectarine or a banana. It said fruit. And you, so you'll have to get there in order to find out what that fruit is, right. and you're gonna have to make it in, Thank and you're God. gonna have to you're gonna have to be able to walk into the water. Oh, bless you, Lord God! Everybody can't step into the water. Uh, no, uh-uh. Matter of fact, let, let's just talk about that a little bit because I, I said you need to underline that talking about the man with the the linen, the the line. The Bible says that. Hell is doing something, and, and I'm not going to fill that blank in yet, but if you know what Hell is doing, I, I want you to send a comment just one word, just one word of what Hell is doing. just send a comment we'll, we'll see at the at the end of the message. but Hell is doing something, but when we read about the kingdom of God, it's not doing that matter of fact. Uh, the writers have said that it was measured out. That ought to tell you something. My God. Ha, huh, bless your Lord Jesus. That ought to tell you something. It's measured. It's measured. That should be speaking volumes to people right now. The kingdom of God is measured. It's measured. Which means. It has limited capacity. Now, that limited capacity could be uh, more than what our minds can imagine, but understand. It's been measured out. Uh, Everybody's not going to heaven. As much as they want to admit, I'm going to heaven, I'm going to the kingdom of God. I'm in the will of God. I'm a child of God. God made me. Yes, he did. But he also said, The soul that sinneth, it shall die, meaning it will be separated from him. It also says that be holy, for I am holy. He also said that without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. It also said that we should pray and seek the Lord that we be found worthy to be in his presence. I don't believe everybody is praying to be found worthy. Folks is praying for a car. Folks is praying for material things. And material things is fine. God wants you to have. I believe that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. But not only that, but uh, even it, uh, you don't have to be saved to have those things. Don't go out and steal nothing. Don't take nothing from nobody. But you can have those things. Uh, there's a way. Paul said, why hope for those things which your eyes see? In other words, there's a way to get it. And so, and I pray that you are able, or that the Lord make a way, because uh, I know there are needs that that need that has to be met. But our, our mindset and our focus, deep down on the inside at the core, is that Lord, I want to make it in, and the only way I know to make it in is I've got to live right. I've got to live right. Uh huh. You know, we talked about David on the other day, just shortly in passing that. Uh, People like to talk about what David did, uh, his one hiccup. Some folks have used that for an excuse, that they could do the same thing. Listen. All of us need to pray that God keep us. So that from the hour, uh, the Bible said, from the hour of temptation, all of us need to pray to be kept from sin. All of us need to pray to be kept so that because we don't know when the Lord is going to come. Thank you. The Bible said if the, if the good man had known what day the time the thief would have come uh, he would have stayed there and guarded his house. Guard your house. Uh, guard your heart. Thank you Lord. Thank you. Uh, bless your Lord Jesus. There are many trees on one side and the other. Once out of the, the river Ezekiel noticed those trees growing along the side of the river of which reach the sea and the waters that heal. Ezekiel God described the miraculous properties of the river and what it would do. It would heal the other parts of the land. It would be a great multitude of fish, which is going on right now. The, The fishery, the fishing and all that is taking place. The Bible tells us uh, that the Lord had spoke to a woman at the well and had a conversation with her. John 4, 14 through 18 says, But whosoever shall drink of the water that I give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him as a well of water springing forth into everlasting life. The woman said unto his, Sir, give me this water for I thirst. Uh, that I thirst not. I want some of that that you're talking about. We, we ought to make it so good that somebody should want some of what you have. Okay. I found this on the somebody way- should want a little bit of that. And, and so uh, uh, that gives uh, water. Going to spring in the, And the woman said, I want some of that. I want some of what you're talking about so that I won't be thirsty anymore. I won't be coming out here with these bottles and trying to get some water to take back into town. Jesus said unto her, Go, call thy husband and come thither. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands. You've been married five times. And the one, the, the man that you're with right now, is not even your husband that revelation changed that woman's life. When we allow God to use us, we don't have to beat nobody over the head with a hammer. We don't have to beat nobody down and and dog them out. Just speak truth to them. The Bible said, know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So if we speak the truth to people and they receive it, They'll be set free. We don't have to be dogmatic in speaking the truth. Jesus was not being dogmatic. You don't hear one word of condemnation for this woman and her being married five times and shacking right now. You don't hear anything said except that he's living water and that he can make it where she's not thirsty. Obviously, she was trying to fulfill a need. How many of us have tried to fulfill a need? How many have self-sedated? Some, some of y'all might be self-sedating, playing to self-sedate tonight, but I'm telling you don't. How many uh, have, uh, uh, they, could, they don't self-sedate uh, by going to see a, a street farmer or going to the uh, Walmart or to the nearby store getting what they know is going to give them what they, the, the buzz that they're looking for. But somebody's going to try to uh, be physically gratified to try to meet the need. You know, that's where you run into someone that, uh, that maybe they like being abused because that meets that need that they have of feeling some pain. hmm There are a lot of different areas that we could go into and time does not permit. But like this woman... Uh, She had a need, and now she desired for that need to be fulfilled. Lord, give me the water so that I don't thirst again. I think think we can stop right there. I think that's enough by itself for us to, to go to bed with. I think that's enough right there for us to seek God for. I think that is enough right there to meditate on. Lord, give me of the water. Ezekiel saw the water, the river of life. He stepped into it. How about you? Are you willing to step into the water of life? Are you willing? Uh, No, no, don't, don't, don't say well, you know. I'm dirty. No, no, no. He said, "Come as you are." Mm -hmm. He said, "He said the water is enough to refurbish. The water is enough to refresh. The water is enough to bring life where there's death." Uh huh. The the water is enough to handle all of our needs. All of our needs. I I think there's some needs that need to uh, that must be met. And in order for those needs to be met, you have to go to the right place. And the water, that's water that Ezekiel is seeing. We'll read more about it later. But this water, this river of life that people have searched for, that people have tried to find, people have made movies about, is right here being presented to us. And all we have to do is receive it. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you for your goodness this evening, for your grace. Lord, thank you for your mercy, for this short exhortation, Lord God. Lord, we desire the water that you have. That we don't thirst again. Lord, we have found ourselves hungry and thirsty for uh, only to understand that we're really hungry and thirsty for righteousness. And we sought after other things. Lord, we pray and ask that you would help us, Lord. Bless us, Lord God, to stay focused on the better thing. And that is your word. The better betterment. And that is the river of life that you are providing. Lord God, that if we partake of this, we should not thirst again. I pray for the ministers. Lord Jesus, that they Thank would you. execute their duties. Hallelujah. Lord God, after they have taken you, of the water, after they have drunk, Lord God, after they have committed themselves as well. Father, we pray and ask these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll be careful to give You your name the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. The question was, what is hell doing that heaven is not doing. Now I asked it if you if you have that answer that you would send it over and uh, up in the form of a comment. And I see a number of comments. It says, uh, therefore, hell have enlarged itself. And that's what it's doing. Hell is enlarging itself but heaven is not, it's measured out, it's been metered out. And as I said earlier, it could be metered out for a number, for a large number that we we don't even know about uh, because there is a multitude that no man can number. But God knows the number and he knows just what that measurement is gonna contain. And so with that being said, this is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona hope to see you here hope to see you there until then be blessed in the Lord and tell somebody about the teaching that's going on for the saving of their soul remember the songs featured are respectively the property of my songsters the artists and their producers God bless you